More than a university, Salus is a community. Tune in every other Friday to catch up on the latest stories affecting our students, alumni, faculty, staff, and the communities that we serve. Because health science starts here. Hello, and welcome to Salus University's first ever podcast, Health Science Starts Here, brought to you by the Communications Office. So, full disclaimer, I'm not a doctor, nor am I in school to become a doctor, so I apologize in advance for any mistakes I'll make when talking about the majority of these topics. With that being said, we're here to bring you into our world of health science and higher education. That means we hope to cover anything from application and financial aid tips, to virtual reality labs, to service animals and guide dogs. Which brings us to today's topic, because January 29th is National Seeing Eye Dog Day, and also the day that this episode will air. So, if you've ever spent time on our campus over the summer, you may have been lucky enough to see our orientation and mobility program making their way around campus using long canes and sometimes guide dogs. So, side note, here at Salus, because we have so many different programs, we just refer to them as their acronym. So, orientation and mobility is O&M. Optometry is OD. Audiology is AUD. And the list goes on, just so you're caught up. So to celebrate, this episode is going to be split in two parts. First, we'll meet a puppy named Irma and her razor, Rose, and then we'll follow up with the director of Salas's O&M program to explain it all. And honestly, before we recorded these interviews, the only thing I could confidently state about guide dogs is that you're not supposed to pet them or distract them regardless of the situation because they're working and they have to focus. I never really thought about it past that point. And what I didn't know was how much hard work and dedication from so many different individuals goes into helping just one person really regain their independence. We met up with Rose and Irma off campus and across the bridge in New Jersey. Hi, I'm Rose Bogina. I'm currently a junior at Rutgers University in New Brunswick. I'm studying animal science to go to veterinary school, and I'm currently raising a seeing eye puppy. So... I'm in a club at Rutgers, uh, but there's also clubs throughout New Jersey and different counties where families can raise seeing eye puppies. So it's about a year-long commitment where you receive a seven-week-old puppy from the seeing eye, and you help to train, raise, and give the dog proper exposure before it's old enough to go to the seeing eye to be formally trained to be a guide dog. So they have... German Shepherds, uh, Golden Retrievers, and Labrador Retrievers. Uh, They breed their own dogs, and you get your dog around seven weeks old. Um, Some of the commands that you have to teach them are to sit, stay, down, forward is their command to start walking forward. Uh, Park time is the command to uh, go to the bathroom, because they must know that when they're out working. as well as being properly behaved in public. So Irma, my puppy, will go to class with me. She'll go to the movies with me, restaurants. Um, She'll go to baseball games, sporting events. She'll go shopping with me, anything like that, uh, to give her proper exposure and learn how to behave in public. 
That's really good. So we have Irma in the room with us right now. So if you hear some rustling, it's because Irma's playing a little um, and trying to sit and rest as you know, she has been taught. Why don't you tell us, do you know anything else about the, um, how did you get involved in the program or how did you learn about the program at Rutgers? So yeah, Rutgers has a club. It's open to all students. Um, being an animal science major, it's something that was really marketed to me kind of when in orientation. Um, and it also just stuck out to me because I like dogs and being able to play with puppies and take puppies to class with you is a really cool, unique experience that you can't, you don't have at other schools. Um, so I first learned about it when I started at Rutgers. I would see the dogs on campus and it was really easy to get involved just like a regular club. We have um, meetings once a week and we'll do obedience circles. So we'll do two or three in the dogs. We have about 20 dogs in the club right now and they'll all practice working in a circle together, which is good because they there's a lot more distractions. There's a big group of people. There's other dogs in the room, so they have to learn how to behave and still be able to complete their commands with other um, distractions. And then we'll also go on uh, event trips throughout the semester. So we'll usually have one big trip to a city. In the past, we've gone to Washington, D.C., uh, Boston. Uh, this year, I think we're going to Pittsburgh, and it's usually an overnight trip. You get to bring the puppies to a hotel. They stay overnight. You'll probably go to museums, restaurants, stuff like that. Um, this past semester, we went to New York City for a day, and then we'll also do smaller trips like to uh, school presentations to meet children and talk about our club. Uh, we'll go bowling as a, as a club, stuff like that. Um, why do you feel like the program such as this is important? So once Irma goes back to the seeing eye, uh, if, as long as she's medically cleared and is a good working dog, she'll be matched with a blind person and I'll never get to see her again or talk to her uh, owner or learn anything about her life really. So it's a big commitment that I'm making to give up my time and energy to raise this dog that I'll never see again, but it's really... Uh, it's really rewarding knowing the impact she'll make on someone's life when she's out guiding. Um, reading other guide dog pairs, their testimonies, it's really awesome seeing what they do and how big of an impact they've had. So that's why I'm doing this. Um, so what is if she's medically cleared? So what does that entail? Does she have to go through a series of tests or... So... The first thing that all the dogs go through before they go or once they go back, um, their hips are x-rayed and the uh, radiographs are reviewed by University of Pennsylvania. Um, a big thing, especially with German Shepherds, but purebred dogs, is uh, hip dysplasia. So it's really important that if they're going to be working and they're going to have that stress on their body that they have the proper bone structure and that they're not already predisposed to something that would limit their uh, amount of time that they're able to guide. So that's the first, uh, the first obstacle that's cleared. Um, sometimes dogs, while they're still in the puppy raising program, they'll have 
allergies, they'll have food allergies or environmental allergies, something like that. Usually the dogs are dropped from the program. I know a couple dogs that were dropped for those reasons. Uh, so things like that. Sometimes you don't know about the medical condition when they're just a puppy. Sometimes it develops over time. So the dogs can also be dropped from the program if they're not confident, if they don't like the way the harness feels on their body, if they aren't good, if they get spooked easily by cars driving by them really fast, something like that. Uh, so they don't have to be dropped for medical reasons, but they try and pick the most perfect dogs to go on to guide. So after your year with her, what is her next type of um, education? So she'll go back to the seeing eye in Marstown. Um, first, she's medically cleared, which takes about a month or so. They go through, they x-ray her hips, and they just check her over, make sure she's okay. Um, and then she'll be matched with an instructor. So the instructors usually have about five or six dogs at a time that they train. Uh, and so she'll work with her instructor for about four to five months. Um, that's when her instructor will teach her. They'll start using the harness. That's when they'll start learning like more advanced commands. Um, there's a blindfold test where the instructor will be blindfolded, and Irma will have to prove herself that she can guide throughout uh, different situations. And then once she's all complete, once she's finished training, um, she will have her town walk, which is kind of like a graduation ceremony. So she'll go throughout the streets of Marstown and she'll prove with her instructor how she can guide. And this will be my last chance to see her. So I'll be invited to her town walk and I'll be able to watch from a distance her guiding. Um, I won't be able to touch her or talk to her, or interact with her, but I'll be able to see what she's learned. Um, and then after that, she'll be matched with her person and then they'll work together for about a month and they'll be trained together. And then after that, she'll go home with her new person. And you don't, I feel like the part that you don't get to know how she's doing in any way after you raise her. Yeah, is, that's how, definitely how the hardest that? part. <laughs> There's dogs that I've known um, who other people have raised, but I've become close to them as a puppy sitter. I would watch them when their razor couldn't watch them. And when they go back and I also lose contact, some dog that, you know, I became really close to and I also have gone through that. So it'll definitely be harder with my own dog, but it's still just crazy to know that that's it. You're not going to really get uh, to see them again. Do you think she's going to do well? I think so. She's very stubborn. Um, so once she gets over that, I think she'll be a good guide. <laughs> um, why do you feel like it's important to be involved in this program? Um, it's something unique that not many people could say that they've done to say that, oh, I've raised a guide dog and she's out there in Texas working. To know that is pretty cool. Um, it's also really great to know that you have such an impact on someone's life as well as being able to advocate for the seeing eye and for uh, the use of guide dogs. Um, like, like I said, there's a lot of issues with fake service dogs and emotional support animals trying to get the same rights as guide dogs. So it's really important, like when people stop me and ask about Irma, um, 
it's nice to be able to advocate and teach the public. Do you think she's gonna do well? I think so, she's very stubborn. Um, so once she gets over that, I think she'll be a good guy. <laughs> Why is she stubborn? Because she's a princess. <laughs> the world revolves around her.